welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we were meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. Welcome back. So today's show, I wanted to talk about loving your enemies. Now, I don't really like using the word enemy because who are you, a superhero with enemies? No. It really refers to the people who treat us poorly, the people who wrong us. Oftentimes, these are friends until they betray us or loved ones who who just act out of a wrong place. Or it's just some random person on the street who's ignorantly treating us horribly for no reason or seemingly no reason. So... I just think that this is relevant now, especially. I mean, if you look at the state of affairs in the United States right now, the amount of polarization and just the way politics are going, it's it's absolute insanity. Plus the pandemic where, you know, a perceived lack of resources is causing a a me first attitude. And so people are just on edge. And a lot of the times people are behaving in a way that it's negative, it's bad and one person says or does something because of whatever's going on with them and they they yell at you and you're just upset or on edge about something and you yell back and then things just happen. I've come to this place in my life where I am doing my best personally to not hold grudges, to not be angry, even when I see people doing horrific things. Now, I don't have any tolerance for people being taken advantage of or treated poorly, and it really boils my blood. And I I really have been making a concerted effort lately to really just put out positive energy towards every situation. Now, in almost any religion, and I know that Christianity is big on this, you know, Jesus' teaching of, you know, love your neighbor as thy friend and turning the other cheek. But in all religions, you know, you'll hear that you have to love your enemies, you have to Again, turn the other cheek. And and I agree with this. I really do. And that's what I want to talk about today. However, I just want to add a caveat, which is that it's obviously not what I'm talking about if there's like physical violence involved. And if someone's trying to physically harm you, you don't just, you know, turn around and say, okay, yeah, sure, go ahead and murder me. No, no, no. You stand up for yourself. You find a way to survive. You find a way to, I mean, you know, get the authorities involved. And and even that, it's so crazy. Like right now in the United States, even that's a thing where there's just countless stories of people calling the police to get help and end up in more trouble than they were in before. So all that aside, if you look at the Bhagavad Gita, which translates to Song of the Heart, it's a it's a Hindu text. It's something that I studied through my yoga training There's the principle of ahimsa, which is non-harming, and non-harming is what led me down the path of vegetarianism and and then ultimately veganism, of course. Now, that aside, the whole point is is, is to be at peace and to not harm another living being. But even in the Bhagavad Gita, with the principle of ahimsa, it says that if you're a meditator, if you're someone who's trying to evolve and you're 
You know, if someone attacks you, you don't just lay down and die. You defend yourself. And it means that if you have no choice, you have to just do what you have to do to survive. It, it means protecting the sanctity of life. And that, that, that applies to someone coming after you. So I'm not talking about the physical side of violence today. I'm talking about when you are wronged by someone, whether it's someone calling you a name, whether it's someone spreading rumors about you or a loved one cheating on you or you being betrayed by a parent, which is the ultimate or a friend or whatever it is. I'm talking about that sort of situation. So how do you show kindness when people disrespect you? Now, I, I know that it may sound crazy, but the truth of the matter is that hurt people hurt people. I'm going to say that again. Hurt people hurt people, right? What that means is, is that people who are hurting inside, who have I want to say, for lack of a better word, who are tortured on the inside, those are the ones who who tend to lash out and hurt others because internally they feel terrible and subconsciously or even consciously they want to make others feel just as bad as they do. Now, that's not justified at all. But the fact of the matter is, is that the people who treat people poorly are the ones who are most in need of kindness. They are most in, in need of love. These are the people who have not been shown love even the like, and I know you're going, well, what about whatever? What about it doesn't matter. All the people who are treating people horribly are people who have experienced a lack of love and kindness in their own lives. And they're lashing out or they're behaving in a way that they own. That's the only way they know how. So I and I think conceptually we can understand this like you, you can understand that that if someone's hurting, they tend to lash out or if someone's been treated horribly themselves, they tend to treat others horribly. Conceptually, we understand this. But how do we practically apply the principle of loving your enemies or loving people who seemingly deserve none of it when in reality they deserve so much more? How do we do it? How do we apply that principle and why bother in the first place? Well, as a parent, I think, first of all, it's important to understand that everybody is someone's child. Every single person on this planet is somebody's child. Think about that for a second. Now, I know that there's, you know, in, in texts and whatever, you know, we're all God's children. Fine. Great. But on a more tangible level here on Earth, Everybody has a mom or a dad, whether the, that mom or dad is with them, has raised them, has not raised them. It doesn't matter. Everyone was born. And, no, you know, we have we don't have test two babies just yet. We haven't haven't like cloned people just yet. So everybody is somebody's child, period. Now, if you're not a parent, it may not resonate much with you as as or at least as much as it does with me. But remember this. Every single human being is a product of their environment. You're all products of your environment. That's just what we are. We are programmed from birth to age eight. I've talked about this. 80% of your personality is, is solidified by the time you're eight years old. Like by the time you're eight, that's it. That's who you are. There's 20% with which you can kind of play around and, and help yourself. But all of your self-talk, that's already programmed into you by the time you're eight years old. So unless you work really hard to change your behaviors, you become what you learned from your parents you that's just how we do things. We become essentially how our parents programmed us. Now, if you are a parent, I want you to think of your own child and think about how you'd want them to be treated in the world. So think about your kid or your kids going out into the world. And if someone treats them with kindness and respect and helps them when they've fallen down, and I mean fallen down both literally or figuratively, but if they've stumbled and there's someone there to help them up, that warms your heart, doesn't it? Doesn't that make you look at that other person and just be like, hey, man, whatever you need, I'll help you with. You know, you've helped my kid. That's 
that's beyond, right? So if you treat people the way that you would want your own child to be treated and look at them as someone else's child, I promise you the perspective shifts no matter how egregious their behavior will be. If you look at them as, wow, that's somebody's child. If my child was behaving this way, how would I want to handle this? Now, the second thing that I wanted to kind of touch on, well, actually, let me finish the first real quick, because whether or not you're a parent, we are all somebody's child. And if you have to look at it from the perspective of, hey, man, I don't have kids. I don't know what you're talking about. If you're coming from that perspective, think about how you would want to be treated. Let's say you were hurting and you were angry and you were just lashing out and you were treating someone horribly. Would you want to be beaten up or would you want to be scolded or told more bad things about yourself? Or would you want someone to understand you and, and try to offer you a solution and try to help you? Because that's ultimately what we should be doing in, in the world. And I'm again, I, I need to stress this. I'm talking about a friend betraying you, a loved one betraying you, someone who is seemingly just acting out or even bullying you at school or at work or wherever. These are the people who need love. Now, the second thing that I want to talk about, and again, because I, I want to make this clear, if someone's being horrible to you, it doesn't mean hang around them. It doesn't mean stay in their life. It doesn't mean allow them to continue the behavior. It means that when you hold anger or any negative feeling towards anybody, it's like drinking poison and expecting them to die. That's crazy. That's not a thing that is, um, that is just, that's, that's bananas. You should not be doing that. Okay. It's, it's completely counterintuitive. So that's the second part that I want to say is that when you hold anger or sorrow or anything towards someone else, all it's doing is negatively affecting you. It does nothing to them. Even if you go out and tell the whole world about what a horrible human being this person is and how they can't be trusted and how, whatever, like stay away from this person, blah, blah, blah. Look, my mom has always, uh, and this is like the second week in a row that I'm, I'm talking about something that my mom taught me, but she's always said that when Peter talks about Paul, you'll learn more about Peter than you do about Paul. Names are irrelevant. The point is, is that when someone talks about somebody else, you don't learn about the somebody else. You learn about the person who's doing the talking. It shows either insecurity, it shows whatever it shows. You're not learning about the actual person. You're learning about the person who has the grudge. So remember, holding on to the negative emotions or holding on to these negative feelings, it's counterproductive for you and it's hurtful for you. Okay. So it, it's, it's really actually silly. You have to find a way to be grateful for the person who's wronged you and, and who treated you poorly. Yeah, I said that. You have to be grateful for it. Why? Because when someone treats you in a bad way, that's your opportunity to evolve as a human being. The question is, are you taking that are you taking advantage of that opportunity or are you letting it pass you by? Because if you're taking advantage of it, then you're growing and you're learning. You're going to learn two things. One, you're going to learn what your self-worth is. You're going to be able to say, "You know what? I'm not going to accept this anymore. Listen, man, I love you, but I'm not going to take this from you." So, you know, we're done and you've just grown and evolved and you've set personal boundaries and you've, you've, you've moved on and you've grown up and that's a wonderful thing to do. Being grateful for this helps you grow, helps you evolve, helps you learn. Now, again, like I said, it doesn't mean that you have to keep this person in your life. That's the biggest lesson is some people think that forgiving and treating somebody with respect and kindness means that you have to keep them in your life and you owe nothing to anybody. You owe to yourself to be the best human being that you possibly can be. And if this person decides to try to change and evolve and you want to have them in your life, great. 
but just because you've accepted what happened, you've forgiven them and you're ready to move on, doesn't mean that you need to continue the friendship or the relationship or whatever it is. Because sometimes what happens or what happened that caused all the pain is not something that's able to be forgotten or even moved past in a sense of like, okay, look, man, I forgive you, but you're on your way or whatever it is. Like, I I know for me, trust and honesty are huge in a relationship. And if those are betrayed, I'll forgive, but I won't be able to continue the relationship on. It's just not possible. So in past relationships, I've been cheated on. And, you know, it's funny because I don't hold anything against anybody where that's happened. But it happened. And ultimately, the relationship ended, right? Because there's just once once the trust is gone, that's it, in my opinion. So again, forgive and forget, move on, treat your enemies, your enemies, I keep saying that treat your treat people with respect, your enemy or your person who's tormenting you can be your greatest teacher. So just be grateful, forgive quickly and move forward. Find a way deep within you to do that. And I promise life will get better because holding on to the grudge and holding on to these negative and hurtful feelings for people, it it does nobody any good. It really doesn't do anybody any good. So thank the situation, be grateful that you learned from it and move on. And then recognize the signs in a, in a future thing so that you don't have to go through it again. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.